Do you have a hard time getting back into work mode after you go on vacation or after the holidays or even after you've been sick for a while? Have you ever felt like you needed a vacation from your vacation before you go back to work? In this episode, we're going to talk about how you can make the most of your vacation or the holidays or your time off so that you feel refreshed and energized, not exhausted and drained when you go back to work. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw Jr., and today I'm bringing you a solo episode. We're going to be talking about how to come back from vacation or the holidays or time off energized instead of exhausted, driven instead of drained. So many times I've come back from vacation, and I'm just not ready to get back to work. I just didn't plan for it well, didn't have a system or a framework or a way to think about getting back into work that would allow me to be excited and energized and ready to go and, and focused and productive and motivated. So many times I come back and I've not been in that good mindset, but I have strategies and tactics that have now worked for me. This is a success through failure thing. This is an experience thing. This is trying things out and seeing what works and looking back and seeing what has worked for me in the past. And I put this into a framework so that you can use this moving forward in your life and you can be ready to go whenever you come back. Because a lot of times, you know, people leave work to go on the holiday or go on vacation or, or even if you're sick, right. And, you, and you're out for a little while, but you come back and, you know, especially from vacation or something and you, you know, you've drank too much or you eat too much or you didn't exercise, you didn't sleep well, you know, you're racing around trying to fit it all in. And then you come home and you feel like you need a break from vacation before you go back to work. So what can you do? We're going to talk about 14 tactics, 14 different things that you can do. Listen, some of these are going to really resonate with you. I encourage you to pick those ones specifically, maybe pick three out of these 14 that are going to really work with you. I think all of these will resonate with you at some level. Don't try to remember all 14. Uh, you can always grab the action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action to get the action plan for this episode. PDF, it's a printout, or you can just save it on your desktop for when you come home from vacation or when you're planning that next trip. But that is a way to hang on to all 14 of these. But you know, grab a few of these so you can implement these right away. But first, before we get into that, uh, I want to thank you for those who have left me a rating and review. We've got tons of those but there's so many more of you listening that haven't left one. I encourage you, if you could, please give it a rating and review. If you're listening on the Apple podcast app, if you just go to the podcast and listen, you see where all the episodes are. You scroll the whole way to the bottom. You can leave it a five-star review. If you deem it fit for a five-star review and you can even type in a little message there. So I do appreciate the feedback and those reviews. It just helps other people look at the podcast and go, oh, this must be a good podcast. There's so many podcasts out there these days. I mean, every other celebrity has their own podcast. I mean, there are a sea of podcasts. So your help really, really matters. And here's the other thing you could do. If you would do me this one favor, share this with a friend. This is episode 306. If you're going on vacation with friends or you're going on vacation with family, say, hey, listen, check out this episode. It's really helpful for me and it will help you too. Just send them the link, jimharshawjr.com slash 306. We'll take them right to this, or they can just find episode 306 of the Success Through Failure podcast on any podcast player, Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, you name it. It's everywhere you can find a podcast. All right, let's dive into these 14 tactics, 14 ways you can prepare yourself to be motivated, energized, excited, refreshed after your vacation instead of drained and exhausted. All right, number one, 
I always talk about this productive pause and I'm going to talk about it here again. The productive pause for the longtime listener, you can say this with me for the newbie, for the rookie out there. If you haven't heard me talk about the productive pause, it is this. A productive pause is a short period of focused reflection around specific questions that leads to clarity of action and peace of mind. If there is such a thing as a secret to success, this is it. All right. So this productive pause. And you can simply ask yourself this. When I return from vacation, if I were to say, man, that was the most amazing vacation ever. I feel refreshed. I feel energized. I feel ready to go. What would have happened? Like what would have had to have happened on that vacation, on that trip during that holiday time? What would it be that you have done what systems and procedures and policies, you know, if you want to think of them as that way on a vacation, I know that maybe not how you want to think of a vacation, but like, like, what do you have to do? What do you have to plan or not plan? right? Create a vacation bucket list with your family, right? We want to do these things. We want to have some downtime. We want to have some, you know, party time. We want to stay up late and have a good time. We want to have beach time. We want to have whatever it might be. We want to have time where, where the phones are off or we want to do this excursion, whatever that might be. Create that vacation bucket list. You can do this by yourself. You can do it through a journaling session, which is a really helpful way to start this out. And then if you have a family or friends or anybody else you're going on vacation with, gather them around and say, hey, listen, you know, maybe it's on, on the drive to the airport or on the drive to the beach or wherever you're going, or just at the beginning. Like if you're listening to this before like Christmas and the whole holiday season, you know, you can do this at the beginning of the holiday season, maybe before Thanksgiving or at Thanksgiving dinner even. Right? That's a great productive pause. So have that productive pause asking the question when vacation's over, when the holidays are over, if I were to say that was the most amazing vacation or holidays, what would have had to have happened? All right. So that's number one. Number two, a friend told me this years ago. And it's funny how you hear these things. Someone just says it in passing. If I asked this friend, if he remembered telling me this, he would say, no, I have no clue when I said this to you, but it's one of those things that has just stuck with me over the years. And I've really used this and my wife and I do this every time before we go on vacation, we clean the house before we leave, clean the house before you leave. So you return from vacation and you walk into your house. And if it's a disaster, the bed's not made, there's, you know, dirty dishes in the sink or the trash hasn't been emptied. Certainly those things, you know, make things smell. But like, if you got laundry that needs to be done. I mean, get that stuff done. Sweep the floors, have things tidied up. So when you come home, you just feel good. You don't have that kind of sinking feeling of walking into a dirty house. Same thing with the office, you know, tidy up your office, get things neat, get things in order, make sure, you know, maybe have a, a plan for your email, kind of clean up your email inbox, kind of delete a bunch of stuff that's in there. That's kind of nagging, but have that clean, tidy house and office and even inbox if you can handle that too. So that's number two. Number three, when you're on vacation, when you're on the holidays, truly let go. I mean, turn off the phone, do the minimum, whatever you like. If you have to stay in touch with work because of that's your, the situation, that's fine. But make sure you let go. I mean, totally let go and be in the moment. My wife and I used to always say, especially when we first met, we met leading adventure camping tours for a company called Trek America. Absolutely amazing company, an amazing job. We were both tour leaders for this same company. And we would go on these amazing trips. She led tours, I led tours. But this one time we actually got to lead a tour together and I was in a 15 passenger van and she and hers, and the, but we got to spend time together. This is how we actually really connected in the rest of this history. But through those trips, we would always say to each other, be in the moment, be in the moment. Like you're oftentimes thinking of the next thing, especially when you're working and, and leading these tours, you're kind of like always on, but we would catch ourselves and say, 
be in the moment, especially if you're a parent or if you're traveling with friends or family, like, yeah, you're thinking of the next thing, the next excursion or the next, you know, dinner or the next shopping trip or whatever it is, like be here, be here now and just truly let go. That's number three. Okay. Number four, the core habits are still in effect. What are the core habits? Nutrition, sleep, exercise. Those three, nutrition, sleep, and exercise. Some people say prayer and devotional as well is really important. If that's a core habit for you as well, include those. I mean, they still apply, right? Yeah, sure, drink alcohol, ice cream, whatever, but just beware of the results. You know, when, when I go on vacation, I definitely slack on my diet. I let go a little bit, but you know what? I'm aware of the results and I curb it. I just make sure I don't go too far off track because man, it's just harder to get back on track. And it just, I want to feel good. Like when I go to the beach, I, I want to feel good. Like if I go on vacation, I want to be with my family. Like I want to feel good. I want to feel present. And if you're slacking on those core habits, it's going to take you off track in those other areas. You just have to be aware of this. I'm not saying you have to like, okay, you know, you have to have a super strict diet, you know, go to bed early and, and uh, never drink alcohol. And uh, I'm not saying that for sure. That's not, not what this is about. This is about just being aware. Just being aware of those things that if you want to have an amazing vacation, does it include like actually having deep, meaningful conversations with your spouse or your kids or your friends or your family? Can that happen better if you're staying at least in tune with some of these core habits? All right. It might be a minimum effective dose type of thing, but focus on those core habits. All right. Have those, keep those in mind. Number five, know your routines. Like what are the routines that help you perform at your best? Like what are those peak performance routines, right? And I'm not talking about doing these while you're on vacation. I'm talking about when you get back from vacation, clicking back in. You don't want to show up at work, you know, foggy headed and not feeling good, not feeling your best. Like you want to show up back at work when you get back to the real world and back to the normal life. You want to have those routines. You want to know what those routines are, right? What time do you go to bed? What time do you wake up? What's your morning routine? What are your evening routines? Like get on those as quickly as possible when you come back, whether it's meditation or journaling or prayer or workouts, all those things, like get back into those routines. I was talking with a client this morning and he talked about how the goals that he has, the goals and micro goals, they're such a compass for him, right? That's part of his routine is to review those. Like what are the routines that help you Stay on track and get back on track, all right? So know your routines. Have a plan for your peak performance routines. That's number five. Number six, I want you to understand this, something called hedonic adaptation. Hedonic ad adaptation is this. The probably best way to describe it is, is through, you've probably heard about these types of stories before, but I'm going to put a link in the action plan to an article that explains this. But basically, lottery winners and paraplegics and quadriplegics, they have discovered that their happiness actually doesn't change all that much over time. Like over time, it actually returns back to normal. Here's a quote from this article that I'm going to include from Business Insider. It says this, when we experience a major event, say winning the lottery or becoming paralyzed, our thermostat for happiness may temporarily swing up or down, but over time it returns to its usual setting. Isn't that crazy? I mean, that is wild to think of these two major life events, you'll eventually come back to a baseline. And so understanding that, you know, this vacation, yeah, it's going to be fun, but like it shouldn't be the thing that makes you happy. Maybe it's spending time with friends or family that can make you happy, right? But don't let that be the thing that dictates 
your happiness. Like be happy now, be grateful now, like right here, right now, when maybe you're on vacation now, but maybe you're not like be happy now before vacation, be happy after vacation. Make sure you state those things out loud that you're grateful for. I'm listening to a book called The Happiness Advantage, and he talks about, at one point, a, a research study that was done with people who they had them say or write three things a day that they were grateful for. And over some period of time, they had to do this, and then they measured their happiness, and they became happier. And this actually lasted, they measured them one, three, and six months after the study and after they had them do this for a, a set period of time, and the results were lasting, right? So be happy now state out loud what you're grateful for or write those things down. That will help you be happy now, before vacation, during vacation, after vacation, holidays, etc. All right. Quick interruption. If you like what you're hearing here and you want to learn how you can implement this into your life, just go to jimharshajr.com slash apply to see how you can get a free one-on-one coaching session with me. That's jimharshajr.com slash apply. Now back to the show. That's number six. Number seven, build in some transition time. Like if you return from vacation at like 10 o'clock at night and you got to be at work early the next morning, that's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard transition. So build in that transition time, maybe even return a day early. So consider that transition time whenever you get home to make that psychological transition, but also some of the stuff that you might have to do when you get home, you might have to go shopping or do whatever it might be, uh, but building in that transition time. That's number seven. Number eight, I alluded to this earlier, but reviewing those goals and those micro goals, this is such a compass for my clients. If you're following the system of goal setting, that is reveal your path, like my pathfinders do, who are, are my clients who have gone through my program. If you've been listening to this long enough, you've picked up on some of these things and you're using that system. If you're not, by the way, just you can sign up for a free coaching call with me. We go deeper into what that system is and how that would apply to your life. You can go to jimharshawjr.com slash apply. But this system is a compass for your life. It helps you understand, you know, what am I working on in my professional life, in my personal life, in my health and fitness, in my relationships, in my business, et cetera. Like click back in to what is driving you, what's important, what you're working for. You know, write those micro goals down. That's such a huge thing for me. When I write down my micro goals, those sub goals that are a, a subset of those bigger goals that I'm working towards, I set this monthly. And I work with my clients on this as well, but we write these down once a month. And then for me, I actually write them into my journal. I physically handwrite them sometimes. When I write those down, man, that just brings me back to a baseline of, okay, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm working on. This is the direction in my life. So have those goals, have those micro goals and review those, even write those down right when you get back from vacation or right at the end of the holidays. All right, so that's number eight. Number nine, have a plan for your first day back, right? Especially at work. Like, it can be simple. You also might want to plan on just having some white space on the calendar to catch up on email and catch up on different things. You know, what are those routines that you do at work that will help you? Have a simple plan for that first day back. Again, it doesn't have to be complex, but you know, maybe create some white space, maybe do some blocking, some time blocking, put on your calendar, spend an hour catching up on emails. I'm going to spend an hour going around the office and catching up with my coworkers. Or if you're maybe still working virtually, then, then obviously it's going to be different, but have a simple plan for that first day back at work. All right, that's number nine. Number 10, this is really important. This is going to be probably a little bit different, a little bit weird for some folks, 
And I think a lot of you will probably uh, ignore this one, but it was probably the one that would make the biggest impact. So hopefully you won't ignore this. I think a lot of others will, but I hope you really cue in on this one. Visualize feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to go when you get back from vacation or when the holidays are over. You know, even if you've been out sick, right, from work. Visualize it going really well. Visualize feeling good, feeling energized, feeling refreshed, feeling ready to go, feeling motivated and inspired. Like visualize that. It doesn't have to take long, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, but I want you to do this three times before vacation and then three times, like the last three days, just once a day, the last three days of vacation or last three days before the holidays are over. Just set a reminder on your phone to go off at the same time every day. Maybe it's before bed, whatever it is. And you're just going to close your eyes and visualize yourself maybe back at your desk or back at work or whatever that scenario might be and visualize yourself feeling good, feeling excited, feeling happy and grateful to be back in that chair, in that place. Visualize that. I mean, feel that. Create that feeling. I mean, visualization is not just for you know, Olympic gold medalist athletes. It's for us too, for people who are just getting through the world, getting through their day, right? Visualize this. And I guarantee you will have results from that one. If you do that one and you don't do any, if you do only one of these things, all these things I'm telling you right now, if you do any of them, that's the one I would key in on. Visualize three times before you go on vacation, kind of that return, and then visualize the last three days once a day, visualizing coming back and feeling ready to go. All right, that's number 10. Number 11, I've talked about this a couple of times, I think, on the podcast. I'm not sure if you've heard these episodes, but I'm going to state this again, the power of our words. I used to hate running and I had to change my language around. I used to say, I hate running and I'm no good at running. And then I started changing my language around to, I'm starting to enjoy running. I'm starting to get better at running. The power of our words is so critical. People ask about attitude, right? You tell kids like, change your attitude, have a better attitude. We want people to have a better attitude. What does that mean? Is that a thing that you buy? Is it a pill that you take? Is it like, do you click your heels three times? Or like, how, does it, how do you have a better attitude? It's words. It starts with words, like change the language saying, man, I can't wait to get back to work. I'm going to feel refreshed. I can't wait. I'm going to feel good. I'm going to feel energized. I'm going to feel motivated. I'm going to feel inspired. Like say those things, say them out loud. When you talk to people, you know, whoever you're on vacation with or or people you're coming back to after vacation say, man, I'm kind of honestly, I'm, I'm feeling refreshed. I'm feeling like I'm going to be excited to get back to work, right? Change the words, change the word, use those words, find different phrases that you can key in on that will help you, right? If honestly, if that, if there's this, a second one that I would recommend of all these 14, number 10, visualizing and number 11, verbally stating the positive, I would recommend those two. Those are the two most powerful ones. All right, here we go. Number 12, three more tactics. When you get home, unpack immediately. Get things unpacked, get the laundry going, you know, get the bags unpacked, get them put away. Don't be living out of a bag for a few days or a week. That can really drag on. Just make that transition. Make it happen. Don't wait for the energy. Don't wait for the motivation. Just do it. Okay? Unpack immediately. That's number 12. Number 13. Plan something to look forward to. Plan something like that next vacation or maybe it's just something small the next weekend that you're going to do. Like, Plan the next thing. So you have something to look forward to. Because I know a lot of people come home from vacation, you kind of get those blues, a little bit of depression. Like plan the next thing. Have that on the calendar. Might be something big. It might just be, I don't know, a date night later in the week or something like that, right? 
plan the next thing to look forward to. All right, here's the last one. Be okay with a slow start. Be okay. If you do some of this stuff, if you do all of this stuff, there's, you're going to crush it when you come back. But if you feel like, man, I just, I didn't do all these. I didn't do, I missed some of these. And, and I just, you know, I still feel like I'm having a slow start, Jim. Guess what? It's normal. You'll be okay. You'll get through it. Motivation goes up and down and yours is going to go up and down as well, right? You're going to go through these periods where you're super locked in, super focused, super motivated. You're going to go through those seasons and you're going to go through the opposite seasons as well. That's okay. That's part of it. That's part of the process. When you get down, don't think, oh, I'm going to stay down. I'm never going to get that motivation back. Yes, you will. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Be grateful. That's a huge one. You know, when you come back from vacation, be grateful. Do these things. Follow through. Like I said, there's a ton of things here. Pick two, maybe three of them. Get the action plan. Go to jimharsherjr.com slash action. Download that. Save it on your desktop. Print it out, whatever it has to be, put it on your wall, put it on your refrigerator, but get focused on these things and you will come back from your vacation. You're not going to be exhausted. You're going to be energized. You're not going to be drained. You're going to be driven. Thank you for listening. Again, share this with a friend, share this with a family member, someone you know who's going on vacation, send them the link. Hey, check out this episode, jimharsherjr.com slash 306 or check out Success Through Failure podcast, episode 306. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. Have an amazing day. Thanks for listening. If you want to apply these principles into your life, let's talk. You can see the limited spaces that are open on my calendar at jimharshawjr.com slash apply, where you can sign up for a free one-time coaching call directly with me. And don't forget to grab your action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And lastly, iTunes tends to suggest podcasts with more ratings and reviews more often. You would totally make my day if you give me a rating and review. Those go a long way in helping me grow the podcast audience. Just open up your podcast app. If you have an iPhone, do a search for success through failure, select it, and then scroll the whole way to the bottom where you can leave the podcast a rating and a review. Now, I hope this isn't just another podcast episode for you. I hope you take action on what you learned here today. Good luck and thanks for listening.